0: Hey, good morning. Glad to have you with us. Seven minutes after 9 o'clock, it's Think Tank Thursday. Brian Hansen is engineering, pushing the buttons, making things happen. I was out for two days. I'll explain uh, what was going on. And uh, I I just, uh, it'll it'll be a serious note, but we'll do that a little later in the program. First, I want to thank Brian. Uh, He went out and found some kind of an AI device that searches the web... Looking for pearly words of wisdom that uh, we can start the show off with, and it, it's what it's like artificial intelligence or something. It just kind goes of, out, yeah, and, and finds. Uh, so uh, we'll start our shows uh, in the morning with with uh, with this device that uh, the software you put on the computer. It's it's really genius. It and is kind of cool. It. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's engage. Um-oh. 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 Okay, it has come up with... That doesn't sound real good, to tell you the no, truth. No, it didn't, huh? Um, what happened? Right, it, I do to tell hey, you... about the a malfunction, of, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, all right, so it has found some uh, audio that uh, it says is pearly words of wisdom to start our day with. Here we go. Um, Stop. Did you know thousands no, of Americans are piggybacking I off an... I, I didn't know. <laughs>
1: Computer. I hope... This experience for the speaker has been one of a personal revelation. Oh, sounds profound. I'm not being facetious. I, uh, um... (laughs) Anyway.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. It started off Did you get a lot out of that? I think there's a glitch in your software. Yeah, it's not working, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of froze up there for a minute. (laughs) The blue screen of... Oh. oh, oh. (laughs) No, this profound statement coming out of him. And he goes, "And never mind. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I got to hear that one more time.
1: I hope... This experience for the speaker has been one of a personal revelation. I'm not being facetious. I uh, um uh,
0: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well maybe maybe tomorrow uh this will do a better job than than it did today. It, it it seems to me there's a little glitch in the software. I'll work on that. I'll see if I can uh like tune it up or something. I I appreciate that cuz it it didn't uh it didn't give me any uh really uh, good pearly words of wisdom. <laughs> um all right, uh, the latest from the Biden administration, they have finalized a new regulation taking aim at certain pool pump motors. And their energy levels. I don't know about you, Bram, but I'm feeling cooler already. I am, yes. Just knowing that they're going to regulate pool pump motors. What next? Electric shavers? I mean... Probably. (laughs) uh, The Department of Energy published a new rule in the Federal Register establishing higher energy conservation efficiency standards for pool pump motors that uh, manufacturers are going to have to comply with. They're going to put those... Uh, water restrictors on <laughs> pool pump motors too. Oh, uh, it'll cost consumers about two point six billion dollars. But who cares? It's not their money, and besides, <laughs> it'll change the temperature of the planet once we can get all these, you know, regulations installed. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling better already. I mean, yeah. cooler. It's it's noticeably cooler it is. today yeah. because of this. Oh, you can't make it up. All right. um, I'm going to jump right in here. And I think Jim Babka and I will will chat about this if he makes it on. He's out in uh, California. He's on the left coast. But um, there is no Speaker of the House right now. And Fox News is just tearing into the Republicans that voted to get rid of the Speaker they, uh, they're going after Matt Gates in particular. I listened to this whole thing. I was uh, in front of a TV set for several hours watching the news. And every time somebody said the speaker has done a wonderful job doing something," Gates would get up and explain how he didn't. Every time we compromise, we compromise to the left. If you don't compromise to the left, you're some kind of a mega extremist. you're just mean and vicious and evil here's here in it, it, just to make the case for Matt Gates, how long ago was it Brian that we had the word 33 trillion dollars um, how much does it, how long does it take to pay it off at a million bucks a day? It was about uh, two two weeks ago I think. We are now at thirty-three trillion four hundred and seventy-five wow. billion. We are halfway to thirty-four trillion dollars in debt in, in two just two weeks. Yep. Take a look at the U.S. That's debt. That's crazy. Clock. So Gates and his uh, his cohorts are upset because the speaker isn't doing the bidding. Uh, that he promised he would, with regard to the size of the government and the spending and the and the bills, the Republicans are blaming gates for standing on principle. This is what they will do if you stand on principle. they will vilify you. I played the audio of um our, our one of our state representatives here or one of our uh, uh representatives here um Blaine Ludkemeyer where he's he's saying that. Matt Gates is just trying to gain publicity and blah 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 and doing it for for political reasons it's all pure politics and I pointed out that it is Lukemeyer and others of his ilk that are doing what they're doing for pure politics they're doing the get along go along to get along methodology of politics and when they do that they they compromise to the left and gates didn't want to compromise. But this is what they do to you if you stand on principle. Get out of the way. Let's do this. It's good for us politically. Just move it along. Which tells me that they're very unprincipled. And they have vilified him, made him out to be the bad guy. Well, he doesn't have an alternative plan. Well, no, he doesn't. But he stood on principle, and the first step is getting rid of somebody who is ineffective. Almost every Republican I know believes in small government and lower taxes. Well, you're not getting it. Because they keep compromising to the left. Why didn't everybody do what Gates said to do? No, it wasn't politically expedient. And so they have punished Gates. And they're, they, they, Newt Gingrich wants him, you know, stuffed in a corner somewhere. But that's what standing on principle looks like. And it's ugly. But he's right. I'm I'm looking at this national debt clock. And it says the Medicare and Medicaid is 1622000000000 and climbing. Right? If, if, this is how much we're spending. Social Security is sucking up 1321000000000 Defense... Is at seven hundred and ninety-five billion. Get a load of the interest. I don't know if you if you've got it up on your computer, Brian. I do. Uh, Interest on the debt: seven hundred and thirteen billion four hundred and ninety-four million. It is almost equal to the money we're spending in the Pentagon. Seven thirteen, seven ninety-five. It won't take long. It won't take long. And we'll be paying more interest, more money on interest for all the borrowing than we're using to defend the United States. I think Gates is on the right track. I think he did the right thing. And speaking of Matt Gates, I don't know if you heard this from yesterday talking about uh, the actions that he took. Uh, Listen in.
2: What's hard right about saying we should follow the law? But the law requires these single-subject spending bills and a budget to be passed. What's hard, right, about saying when you say 72 hours to read the bill? You don't get to waive that to pass a continuing resolution. What's hard right about saying something that spends more than $100 million should not go on the suspension agenda where it is not subject to amendment? The things I am fighting for are good government and reasonable things. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a centrist. I would say small L libertarian, fiscally conservative, socially sensible. Matt and I agree on like 98% of the things. But it's not unreasonable to ask Congress just follow the law. law?
0: Yeah. But, yeah, they're trying to demonize uh, Matt Gates into thinking, "Oh, you just uh're you're, yeah you're you're just an extremist, yeah, that's the label that they're putting on him, and people are going away with it. It's like, oh, yeah, Matt Gates, that guy's an extremist, but that's what that's what you're up against if you stand on principle. You will be attacked and vilified, and I would argue it is not Matt Gates, it's the rest of the Republican Party. 874 9390 800-529-5572 or go to GaryNolan.com you can send me a message there It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network 22 minutes after 9 o'clock, glad to have you with us uh, the whole Matt Gates thing has exploded and they are vilifying him and I think he's standing on principle and I like that but The swamp, as everybody calls it, is not happy about it. And it tells me that a lot of Republicans are not really invested in reducing the size of the government. They frankly don't have the testicular fortitude to tell you the truth about the size of the government, where the spending is, and what needs to be done. They just want to kick the can down the road. And instead of saying you know what let's this guy is right we should be doing this by the book no 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 we we don't want to do it by the book let's just make him out to be the bad guy it's infuriating we go to the phones here james is on the line james good morning
1: good morning gary welcome back thank you sir hey i don't don't very often disagree with you um and I'm a principal Reagan Republican, and I, I, I like principle. and we have a swamp here in Jeff City, and we definitely have a swamp in D.C. I, I get where Gates and the other eight, I, I sort of get it, but here's my problem with it. Every Democrat, I saw, I saw Maxine Waters and the gal from Texas, uh, can't think of her name, and others just sitting there just smiling to beat the band. You thought it was Christmas morning for them. And they all go along with the, the eight Republicans. There could have been a different way to do it. But I go back to January. It took so long to get McCarthy in there. He was tainted from the start. Probably not the right choice. Um, but I have a real problem with Gates and the, and the seven others handing this to the Democrats. Uh, I'm not a Luke DeMeyer fan either. I'm sorry he's still in D.C. That's part of our problem. He's gone along with omnibus bills and everything else. But let me say this, and I'll let you talk and come back at me. Um, I hope Jim Jordan's our next speaker.
0: I'm really torn about that. I like Jim Jordan because he's got so much fight. Uh, And I like him right where he is. I think he's doing a masterful job.
1: You're correct. I agree.
0: Um but if it's got to be somebody, I want a fighter.
1: Yeah, and he, did you hear him speak last night? He was walking down the hall of the Capitol. Did you hear him? No. He was interviewed. He was walking, so it wasn't the best audio. Um, I saw it on YouTube last night. He says he wants it. He says he will fight for conservative principles. He says, I'm the conservative for this job, and I will do what is right. So I and I like Jim Jordan. You're right. He's in a good spot, what he's doing now. But we need a good we need a good person in there. And we have got to get this right. Twenty or twenty four. We're done.
0: Well, I think the uh, the problem here is the Republicans didn't do what they were supposed to do. And they should have been united in doing everything that he said. I totally agree. I just, and the if, way and if was... they had done that, if they'd done that, they could have passed that on to the Senate. And then, if there's a government shutdown or they don't like the bill, it's their fault, the Democrats' fault.
1: Let me ask you this: Do you like Mike Lee in the Senate?
0: Yeah, I, I, Mike Lee. There are times I disagree with him, but I. I
1: He's not. a methodical conservative. He's the soft-spoken, but he gets to the point. He's a very intelligent man. He is called the four look four lawyers: Schumer, uh, McConnell, um, McCarthy, and. Uh, Who's the other clown? The minority of the Democrat—I uh, can't think—Akeem, Akeem, whatever his name is. He's called them the four lawyers. So he hasn't liked McCarthy, but McCarthy was tainted. I, I think it all goes back to January. It took so long. He was—he was damaged goods when he was put in as speaker. I wish they'd have put somebody else in in January.
0: Well, the Republicans had a chance, but they didn't. They could You're have right. gone, They You're could right. have done what it they were supposed to, to do. They had a slim majority. Nevertheless, they had a majority, but they weren't principled, and they didn't finish it. Now, this is where we're at. Because somebody stood up and said, this is not the way it's done. This is not what we stand for. And instead of saying, you're right, we should have done it the right way, they're vilifying
1: him. All right, we're going to have to agree. We've got the same problem here in Jeff City. We've got Republicans that don't know how to lead. Um, If you... uh all right, listen a leader as governor, and I think that's Ashcroft, because Igel is sort of like uh, Gates, and uh, Kehoe, if you like Parsons, everything's going to stay the same. And I think Jay Ashcroft could really lead these Republicans to do the right thing in this state. All
0: right. James, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on The Gary Nolan Show. It has been suggested by a listener-slash-guest uh, on the program that we do a flash poll Take a flash poll. Ask your listeners if they support removing McCarthy. Good idea. 874-9390 if you're local. If you're down in Springfield or elsewhere, 800-529-5572. Do you think removing McCarthy as Speaker of the House was the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do? And it doesn't count as your call of the day. It's just a flash poll, a lightning poll. I, uh, I'm i voting for it was the right thing to do. I'm voting for standing on principle. I think I think they did the right thing. Uh, so let me get some, uh, let's uh, Bill Adams, let's see, our Congress and our useless president are almost completely dysfunctional. Both sides are trying to undermine and control the other side of late. Instead of focusing on How to get this ridiculous debt under control if it's not too late. They're finding ways to increase it by forgiving more student loans. Yeah, isn't that great? Uh, Let's see. Hey, Gary, it's sad to see national commentators like Hannity and Levin side with the swamp and not Gates. Uh, That's from Ted Jennifer. Uh, Gary, we are with you 100% regarding my, uh, Mike, uh, Matt Gates and the Speaker of the House. We're going to give a darn what they say at Fox News. They cancel people that disagree with him. Standing on principle, following the law, great beginning. Let's get back there. Jennifer. All right. Uh, Brian, how much time? I'm, I'm almost out of time here, aren't I? About a minute and 10 seconds. All right, let me go fast here. Manny, get rid of him or should they have left him alone?
1: I agree with Matt Gates.
0: All right, Manny, thank you. That's one. Willie, get rid of him or keep him? Get rid of him. Get rid of him. All right, that's two. Thank you. Cherry. good morning. Hello? Cherry. Oh, get rid of him. Get rid of him. All right, so you agree. That's great. These are people who are standing on principle. Tim, good morning. Keep him or get rid of him? Remove him. Remove him. All right. Thank you very much, Tim. Glad to have you on. Roy, keep him or get rid of him? Get rid of him. All right. Thank you. There was no point in my doing that whole monologue, Brian. Everybody agrees. They're already there. They beat me to it. And the bottom line is Roger. Roger that we just spoke with? Oh, did you get Roger? No, there was another one. Another one? Yeah. All right, I'm almost out of time here. I'm going to have to... uh, back off for a few minutes. We'll get you up to date with what's going on around around town and around the world. Perhaps Jim Babka in the next segment and I will talk to you about my absence for the last two days on The Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show. It is 9.35. Glad to have you with us on a Think Tank Thursday. Uh, coming up at 10.05, Brenda Talent is going to be on uh, from the Show Me Institute. Let's chat about um, going into 2024 if lawmakers are serious about reigning in the state's out-of-control spending. If anybody is, they'll probably be ostracized <laughs> the way Matt Gates is. Um, but I'm, I'm going to do the very serious here, uh, thing here for a minute, and then uh, we're going to move on, and Jim Babka is going to be with us. Uh, Jim, by the way, is a sinner. YouTube has punished him for his sins. We'll talk about that. Um, here of late, I've seen some studies questioning the efficacy of colonoscopies and whether or not they actually um, are a benefit. Well, my wife had a colonoscopy uh, about a month ago, and they found cancer. And that's where I was at yesterday, she, uh, day before yesterday. They, uh, they brought her in. We got her in about 7 o'clock in the morning. There was a bit of a delay uh, because the uh, surgery in front of hers took longer than expected. And then her surgery, which took about 10 or 11 hours, it was really an extensive surgery. And as soon as I get off the air here, I'm going to go see her. She's in the hospital. Well, I don't know about the efficacy of uh, colonoscopies for everybody, but I will tell you, it saved her life. And you know, there was a funny piece that I used to read. It was hysterically funny about colonoscopies. Um, but get a colonoscopy. You know, if it if it turns out that it's, you know, you find nothing, or it, it it's a, a crapshoot. If, like for my wife, it saves your life, it will have been worth the gamble. Get it, my advice. Uh, I got. Uh, I've had him. Uh, Brian's had his, and uh, I'm just telling you, they they found that cancer. They have excised it, and uh, it's a lifesaver. At least it can. It's a recommendation. Uh, just from my insight. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free number is 800-529-5572. The 529 uh, The vicious, mean, horrible, ugly Jim Babka, who was such a sinner, YouTube cast him out. What on earth did you do, Jim?
2: Well, first off, Gwen's in our prayers, and best wishes to both of you. And, uh, you know, for the road to recovery ahead. And we had our colonoscopies, Susie and I did, this year as well. And frankly, they've made the process pretty pleasant. It's it's really not that bad. So uh, I'm with you. I recommend people go. Yeah. Um, it, it.
0: So what did you do? Yeah, by the way, Jim is a former nationally syndicated radio talk show host, the president of Downsize DC. Uh, he's been politically active, and he has uh, a, a, a webinar, a little... A w- podcast, w- podcast that podcast. he uh, puts up and says, it's it's ubiquitous. Everybody, everybody, doesn't
2: everybody have one by
0: now? No, <laughs> no, not, not. He's also an extremist, Gary, because he suggests that we do like one subject at a time. You know, can you imagine? Oh, how absolutely insane I mean, is that? What? Do you realize how long it would take? Yes, to get all that spending done. No wonder one YouTube banned him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We didn't get banned. Uh, we had uh, we started off our show on another network. We're currently on the Zero Aggression Project uh, channel on YouTube, but we started off on another network called Aho Radio, and they uh, the version of the episodes, all of them, go up a couple days later over there, and the the uh, they they struck one, and we appealed, and fortunately got back on within four hours. But the issue was that I had sat down with a pastor by the name of Dave Brisbane, and we had discussed getting uh, what we called the big shot. We, uh, we have a segment in the show that is worth the episode all by itself, where we talk about the seven dirty words you cannot say on YouTube. And uh, the, we, have, uh, uh, we had a discussion, a real human discussion of two men who one had gotten the shot and the other had not, Uh, One, uh, you know, where they were at now, but why they had gotten the shot at the time. And and no medical advice was distributed, but I did make a kind of salty comment uh, by YouTube standards. And uh, uh, that's more than likely what caused the strike.
0: What was the salty comment? I'm curious. Oh, we can't air that here, Gary. I'm sorry. We have to take him
2: off. So we're still. on radio to say this, but uh, the efficacy of the vaccines was greatly hyped. And in fact, there's been an t- attempt to gaslight all of us. This is not what I said on air, but I just want to point out, we have been all gaslighted because you will actually have people straight face saying, Well, they never claimed they never claimed that it was going to stop the spread. That, that was never claimed. But they had actually claimed that, and that's why they uh, lifted the, some of the masks and other mandates that they had up, because they said, hey, we're, we're getting better now. This is actually working. Everybody needs to get on board and they did that in may of 2021 but we discussed i I, I discussed the fact that it was patently obvious to everyone now that it hadn't uh done uh lived up to its billing and that the only claim that was even marginally still on the table was that uh uh that it may have reduced the number of deaths It, it had not all the other stuff about the 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 height about its ability was completely false. And in fact, it now is starting to appear to me, I'll just go one step further now and see if we can get your show banned as well. (laughs) Um, It appears to me that uh, that people are more likely in fact, if they've gotten boosters, they seem to be more likely to get it. I'm aware of people now who've had it four times that kept up with their shots. I've still only had it once. Now you say, well, Jim, that's an anecdote. You're exactly right. But science is a collection of anecdotes and in going around and talking to people and finding out about their experiences, you know, I'm aware of several people who were very pro-shot who've had it more than twice. And I, I don't know of any people that have had the shot, didn't refuse a shot, that have had it more than twice. At this juncture, now it, it shouldn't be a, like some kind of like scarlet letter on us. It was a virus. It went and and it was an, aeros, aer, uh, an aerosol type virus. So you know you didn't really have a choice as to whether you got it. You just you're living your life and you got it. it didn't mean you were committing any kind of sin. It didn't mean you weren't wearing your mask because that didn't work. It doesn't work with an aerosol virus. Uh, so. Again, this is we 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 had so much that was tied into this and so much social civil war and now there are people despite the fact that the science is in that are continuing to hold on to old positions because it, it, they would be ashamed to admit that they were wrong and I hasten to point out that's not science.
0: Yeah. Uh, Brian, should we just boot him off the show right now? I'll send him a fine. That may take care of it this time around. Okay.
2: <laughs> But we did get back up, and so the next thing that we did is we've opened up on Rumble now. So we are now on Rumble uh, as well. We've added Rumble to our, our, rep, uh, our, our broadcast distribution.
0: So if they want to hear your podcast on Rumble, how do they, what do they look for?
2: Grace Arkey or Jim Babcock, I imagine they'd find it either way. I'm, I'm kind of new to Rumble, so I'm learning about it. Well, But I'm excited it's there. You know, you and I had a conversation, I don't know, probably two years ago now. We are like, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to handle the censorship that they're doing? Well, this is the answer. I mean, the, there are real channels that are coming up and starting to really compete, uh, whether it's Substack or, or Rumble. You know, there, there's all kinds of social media channels now. We have alternative means of reaching each other. I, I, it would have been best if the big ones had just stayed open, but there was no way the politicians were going to let that happen.
0: All right. So that's what you do. You look for Jim Babka. Um, And uh, you know, get the inside. I'm telling you, they're entertaining and they're informative. Sometimes uh, even shocking. And if if you get banned by YouTube, it must be something good. Uh, That's all I can tell you. We started the program off talking uh, this morning about Matt Gates, and I'm curious to hear your view. Was it a good idea to get rid of the speaker, or a bad idea? (coughs)
2: Well, like lots of ideas, we won't know until time, you know, in history tells us the answer to that. Um, I'm prone to say a good idea. The there's an argument. The, the negative argument is that they they bit off more than they can chew. Here, they're kind of the dog that caught the car. When you have only seven of you that voted to, to move this way, you clearly are not a very powerful block in your. Uh, Congress And they won't, you know, who's to say where they're going to be in the next Congress? Will they be in the minority party, the majority? How big will the majority be? Like, did they have enough? Did they do the right thing long term? And that's kind of hard to say. But Kevin McCarthy had done a better job than previous speakers of keeping his promises, but a very, still very poor one. Uh, They have a process called regular order. They have not been under regular order since the beginning of the century which is there was an orderly process that you were taught in school about how they go through and put a budget together and so forth. They, they haven't done that in a very long time. They have these large, increasingly, they were, they've been relying on continuing resolutions and balanced budgets. They haven't gotten one in on time for over the last five speakerships. So this has been a continuing pattern. Uh, there had been some placements. Tom Massey is arguing that uh, there were three members of the, you know, the, the pro-freedom group in the rules committee. So there were there were various things that were happening that showed some signs of reform and that maybe McCarthy was trying to do the right thing, but they were very small steps uh, from Gates' perspective. And one of Gates' big things is one subject at a time that as Brian mentioned earlier. He was trying to say, look, you know, we, we have these large bills. And then there's no open order you know there's supposed to be a discussion that's supposed to happen you believe that you have all these people up there they're debating they're able to introduce amendments while the bills on the floor and so forth that happened that wasn't happening at all before mccarthy's progress was it happened once so far this year once out of all the bills that they've brought to the floor so uh he hadn't kept his word and and now we're in a final position and it really was brought the weight of the world was brought down to bear on Matt Gates and his friends, but Gates in particular has made himself a target, he, uh, and that is that the entire Republican establishment, even the most conservative parts of it, did not want a government shutdown, and they wanted to do everything they could to avoid it, and there's no cuts well, in the budget, but there's no cuts in the budget.
0: Yeah, they could have done something to avoid it, they could have come up with the right budget. Passed it unanimously for the Republicans, and, and, and it, it, even if it's a partisan vote, and, and just, you know, the Republicans unanimously vote for it. Send it to the Senate, and let the Democrats kill it.
2: I like how Matt Welch worded this. He said the past five House speakers, have, uh, that includes uh, Hastert, Boehner, Ryan, Pelosi, and McCarthy, have, have over the past quarter century treated the job like a fiefdom. Shutting down the historical amendment process, treating their own party's backbencher, backbenchers like fundraisers more than legislators, and originating budget deals in backdoor meetings with Senate and White House officials, rather than on the open floor with the people's representatives. So the situation that we have is that your congressperson, if they were not one of the very top leaders, either a major committee chair or the, the leadership of the party themselves, had no input whatsoever into what was going on. All they were there to do was to fundraise for the good of the party. That's what they did. Now they got on a certain committees and they hoped that someday if they were good soldiers, they too would be able to be in the leadership of the party. But it was all your congressperson, the majority of their job in the caucus, you elected a Republican like the world was going to end if you didn't do it. Turns out their job was to fundraise for the next election because we got to make sure we elect the Republicans. And that's all they do. That is 90% of their job. That and some constituent services, they have no power under this current system. They do wow. not represent you because the leadership won't let them.
0: All right. got to take a quick break. We're running long. Jim Babka with us on The Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It is 9.53, and Jim Babka is with us, former nationally syndicated radio talk show host. Uh, and uh, Downsized DC and Grace Arkey. And, I mean, the guy has just got his fingers... In every, he's, he's more ubiquitous. He's involved in more things than the government. And that's a lot. (laughs) By the way, we we told you that, uh, Brian, uh, Jim may not know this, but the federal government, uh, the Biden administration now wants to regulate pool motors. Uh, You know, the (laughs) swimming pool has a a motor that, you know, circulates the water in there. They want to regulate that to fight global warming. Uh, I'm thinking they're coming after nose hair trimmers next. Uh, they just—they're really inefficient. The batteries don't last long, and well, just be on the lookout. Gas stoves. What else are they doing, Brian? Gas stoves. Oh, uh, toilets, showers, uh, dryers, washers, everything. Microwaves. Microwaves. Everything. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing that they won't regulate or do. Uh, all right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they. They are a minority that, you know, those few Republicans who, who blocked the speaker and uh, got him tossed out. But that's what standing on principle is. And it should send a message to the other Republicans. Instead of vilifying him, they should go, well, gee, maybe we should have done what we were supposed to do. And we wouldn't be in this bind
2: well this is where the long-term history part comes in you know you, first off in in a just war sense you always you choose uh battles and wars that you believe you can win you you don't you know go out and incur casualties for for just to be on uh, to state a principle uh and uh, machiavelli's the prince he famously said you never wound the prince you have to you have to destroy him you, and so these are seven people, and it's possible that the, the lesson that the rest of the Republican Party learns is we got to do everything we can to get rid of these people, not we have a, an American constituency to which we have to answer. Donald Trump wanted a budget deal. I just want to point out, Donald Trump wanted a budget deal. So <clears throat> he wasn't standing with these people. Yeah, but right Donald now, Trump
0: spent more money than, I think, any other administration.
2: I mean, he really uh, well, i He's imagine like, I imagine the current one is is exceeding it because the trend line has been that each successive administration spends more and each one ha- runs uh the debt up by uh, more, and some of that is because the debt has exponential factors attached to it if you don't do anything to slow down the deficit spending uh it it's automatically going to get worse, and they all have yes, so Donald Trump added seven trillion to the uh uh, to the budget deficit, and uh, Joe Biden's, I think, already exceeded that, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm not very sure, uh, but very it's, close to.
0: They're they're both astronomical. In fact, we we talked about this this morning. Just a few weeks ago, we talked about the national debt because every time we exceed and you know every time we get another trillion, I have some listener who with a, a with great math math skills. Try and figure out how long it takes to pay off the debt at a million dollars a day. If you could apply that to the principal, and it was ninety thousand years. That was just a few weeks ago. It's already at 33,476. seventy six. We're almost we're halfway to thirty four trillion in in weeks.
2: Yeah. So some, some cuts were made here. I mean, the, the point that Gates and friends are attempting to make is that there's 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 no process by which we can actually pick off these bills kind of one by one what they want to do and what downsized dc has wanted to do all along is to be able to pick these bills off one by one and that principle is important there's no doubt about it um there's always a tactical debate i'm for it i would have voted the way matt gates did because it's the right thing to do but whether it turns out to be a good thing is still still remains to be seen i hope this is the beginning of something i would like to see because it's very clear to me that Donald Trump is going to win the nomination, I'd like to actually see the swamp draining guy that we keep hearing about. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see a guy that's going to do stuff that isn't just going to tick the establishment off because he's behaving in ways they don't like. I'd like to actually see him do concrete policy actions that drive them up a tree.
0: Well, we shall see. I'm not 100% convinced that he's going to be the nominee. There's something just... In the back of my mind that I think it's it's going it's going to unplug him well they He's really
2: come after him in a, in a way that is just over the top and so they' you know they're they've got four different things where they're trying to put him in prison and they've got one thing now where they're trying to basically take all of his money <clears throat> and uh, they may end up they may they, they've got five things in the game you know they only have to have one of them work in fact they only have to have one charge out of all that stuff work and they're already well down the tracks well time will tell He's he is... His attorneys didn't do a good job on this civil case, by the way. They, may, they missed a major filing deadline. Like, I, I, you know, he's spent a lot of money on these people, and I'm not quite sure that they're serving his interests to, to the degree that they could. So, I, I, <laughs> um, he, he, you know, he claims he hires the best people, but I can't see any evidence for that either, given well, the people he put in this administration, and now, you know, these attorneys missing a filing deadline.
0: He is amenable to being Speaker of the House. That would be interesting. It was Justin Amash, and I would prefer Justin. Uh, Yeah, well, so would I. It would be amusing. Got to run Jim Babka, Grace Arkey on all the platforms, or just look up Jim Babka. Thanks for being with us, buddy. Thank you. All right, Show Me Institute, Brenda Talent coming up next on the Gary Nolan Show. This is the Gary Nolan Show.